Hello and welcome to An Image is Worth a Thousand Words. My name is Rob and don't forget to check out the rest of my blog posts on my website at robhextor.com. Look what I found the other day when I was doing a bit of spring cleaning. This is my paternal grandfather's fob watch or pocket watch. Look at that chain. Unfortunately, I can't set the time or wind it up because I don't have the little piece of metal, the little thing that I need to be able to do that. So, it's useless. This is my father's self-winding wristwatch. It's beautiful. And I recently got it fixed. So now I can set the time and wind it up. But, you know, I never really use it. I've also got this beautiful watch, which is my 21st birthday present from my family. Look at that. It's absolutely beautiful. But again, you know, I never wear it because I just use my phone to tell the time nowadays. Our times change, huh? This is an amazing thing. It's, it's a clock that is radio controlled, which means it connects every so often to some station somewhere that has an atomic clock and it sets itself to the exact universal time for this area. Um, amazing. I don't know how it does it, but I love it because I never have to set the time. It's always the right time. And here is this week's question. Why do we want to measure time so precisely? Before you start, check that you understand this vocabulary. Pause the video to make sure that you understand everything. While having a good spring clean this autumn, I rediscovered some family heirlooms, one of which was my paternal grandfather's fob watch, which you can see the insides of in this week's photo. Unfortunately, I never met Robert Frederick, nor did I ever see my father use this watch. But it got me thinking about how the objects that seem commonplace for one generation can morph into entirely different devices and take on new functions as society marches on through time. If my grandfather carried a mechanical hand-wound watch on a chain in his jacket pocket and my dad wore a quartz self-winding wristwatch, then I walk around with a device that, amongst a multitude of other features, works as a camera, a dictionary, a TV, an encyclopedia, a credit card, and it even incorporates a sat-nav. And it also tells the time and doesn't need winding up. How times change, huh? Watches evolved from clocks, a name that is derived from the medieval Latin clocker, meaning bell. For centuries, time was a shared experience with communities all working to their local clock, whose bell chimed out the time. As that clock was set to the movement of the sun across the sky, every Tatton city saw midday at a slightly different moment, and there was no real concept of standard time, just local time. Smaller, coordinated divisions of time were of little value to most people, but when the railways were built in the second half of the 19th century, coordinated timetables running on a universally agreed time were required to run an efficient service and avoid accidents. 
The railways in the UK set their timetables to Greenwich Mean Time, and the modern need for everyone to agree on exactly what time it is, wherever you may be, had been born. The revolutionary power of the handheld watch, initially an exclusive luxury item for the ultra-rich, became apparent during the Industrial Revolution, when factory owners, who would often manipulate the clocks in their factories to squeeze more work out of their employees, were angrily confronted by workers who could consult their pocket watches and dispute how long they had really worked. If we fast forward to the present day, our global civilization now uses Coordinated Universal Time, or UTC. It is based on atomic clocks, which measure oscillations in the energy levels of electrons and are accurate to within a second every 300 million years. Why such precision? Extraordinary as it may seem, there are situations where milliseconds really do matter. One is the stock market. Fortunes can be won by buying or selling an instant before your competitors. In 2010, a group of financial traders spent $300 million on secretly drilling a narrow 1,300-kilometer-long tunnel through mountains between stock exchanges in Chicago and New York to lay fiber-optic cables in a slightly straighter line than existing connections. They gained just 3 milliseconds, but it gave them a clear competitive advantage. On a more practical note for the ordinary citizen, even the most basic smartphone can pinpoint your location by triangulating the signals sent by a network of satellites. However, it only works if all those satellites agree on the exact universal time, so each GPS satellite typically houses four atomic clocks. Errors in timekeeping in manufacturing, communications and navigation can potentially lead to miscalculations, accidents, and the loss of life. Our global society has become so intricately dependent on technology and on being permanently synchronized that we need insanely accurate clocks to keep everything running smoothly. Let's hope that nobody forgets to wind up those atomic clocks. Let's chat about the picture and those ideas. Number one, describe the picture in as much detail as possible. Do you have a mechanical watch or clock? Number two, what do you use to tell the time and to get up in the morning? Number three, is public transport where you live punctual? What about medical appointments and your friends? Number four, when do you think it is acceptable to be late to an appointment? Are you tolerant of others being late? Number five. When are you able to forget about the exact time and disconnect from schedules and timetables? And here's a quick activity for you. Imagine a day in your life when you can't use a watch or a clock. How would you arrive everywhere on time? Thank you for watching. I hope this was useful. Have a great day, a great week, 
an absolutely fabulous weekend. Bye.